0: Nerdplexi
1: movie review show. Welcome to the Nerdoplexy Movie Review Show mini episode. This is where we break down our breakdowns of the movies we just watched, answer your pressing questions, and let you know what to check out for next time. My name is Reed and with me today we have Sam and Dave. Let's dive in. All right, guys, thank you for joining us on this uh, beautiful mini episode. You just watched Adam's Family. Or we did anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, you may have just, or listening to us talk about it just. Or if this is your very first episode, welcome. Weird. Weird, weird choice, but I lo- I like where you're going with this. Bold choice. So Adam's Family, starting out before we
0: get too far into it, Dave, Adam's Family, where, where you landed on this one? I love this movie. I I watch it maybe every six months, even before we started recording this. I just love this movie. My kids love it. My wife loves it. This is a perfect comedy for me. The puns are flying around and instead of violence happening to teens, it's teens and young adults doing violence to others, which so it still satisfies Dave's thing. (laughs) So yeah, I I just, uh, there's no negative for this movie. I was shocked to hear that the it wasn't as well received, I guess I just have that nostalgia moment of this movie, and it just I loved it as a kid, and I still love it now. I was shocked that it wasn't well received critically. I mean, well, yeah, that that is kind of shocking. I mean, the the density and the amount of just pure comedy
1: that is in this movie, it, it did take me aback. This wasn't a big one for me. I had seen it, but it wasn't in my rotation. We didn't have this one on VHS or anything.
0: I bring up two ten eleven all the time. Eyes, fingers, toes your toes i yeah this is this is a great movie
1: um i think this is just a classic it didn't it's it's not gotten the credit i feel it deserves
0: yeah i completely agree i'm looking forward to doing the sequel the sequel is good i think i've only ever seen it once so it's good it's okay it's not as it doesn't have the same nostalgia moment for me i guess we'll get to it when we get to it but the second one i don't like as much I did go to summer camp, though, so maybe there's some nostalgia there, or maybe there's uh, a, a more of a connection <laughs> there. Well, there are so many jokes in that movie that when I finally came back to watching that movie a lot, like I have been recently because just what else is there to do, I thought that the Lemonade... Made from real lemons, Girl Scout cookies made from real Girl Scouts was on the second movie because there's just so many jokes that I couldn't believe that it was all in that one movie. All that like golden content that they gave us, um, yeah, and it, it spawned a lot of content since, uh,
2: mm. such as the uh, the Adams family and uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I talked about for about a half second on the last episode. Uh, we'll get into the parody porner, but yeah, I mean the uh, the new animated Adams family. Pretty solid. Watch that quite a few times already with uh, Oscar Isaac as is Gomez. I'm always delighted to hear that fact, and I keep forgetting it. But that I think it maybe that will tip
1: me. I'll check it out before we watch Adam's Family Values. So I've got the whole I've got the whole trifecta of some uh, con-
2: context. And there's also the made for TV reunion one, I believe, which only had Lurch and Thing uh, reprising their roles. Indeed. And uh, one thing I talked about in the app. So this is a a
1: brief segment called what I meant to say was I do corrections and omissions. In this case, uh, there wasn't too much. I think we did a a pretty good job of uh, looking through everything. But I did want to mention, I referred to the the gold pieces that they uh, were interacting with. And at one time, I called them pieces of eight, which is foolish, because as everyone knows, Obviously, pieces of eight were silver one-ounce coins, not gold and one-ounce coins. But what I meant to say was doubloons.
2: Mm. I feel like you said doubloons in there, too. You
0: did. You, you said pieces of eight once, and then you said mm-hmm. doubloons, mm-hmm. then cougarans, and then... What I, what I got when you said pieces of eight was basically
2: pirate treasure. That's what yes. I thought it was. So I understood. I understood your meaning, even if it wasn't necessarily factually accurate. Yes, yes, yes. It's
1: Pirate Booty. Speaking of Pirate Booty.
2: Oh, speaking of Pirate Booty, that <laughs> takes us to the parody porner. <laughs> so, uh, Madam's Family, yes. Directed by Herschel Savage, written by Mark Cushman, but it was uh, credited as Cash Markman, which I thought was really funny. Ooh. That's pretty good. That's pretty clever.
1: <laughs> what a twist. Yeah.
2: It starred Ona Z as Horticia, Mike oh, that's as clever. Cortez charisma's cousin tit (laughs) yeah it's what you think Deidre holland is is (laughs) judith billingsley which i just don't i don't know if that's something from like maybe the uh the tv show i don't know what that's a parody on cam angeli is tuesday ron jeremy is uncle pester woof and john doe is crotch instead of lurch what really struck me though in the the like 30 second video i watched on youtube was the music and it's by a human named duncan and i thought let's see what else duncan's done and, okay. uh, very few credits, but some, some of them are uh, The Last Girl Scout and, uh, and The Naked Bun 8 and a half, which I thought was pretty good. <laughs> so he did the composing for that.
0: He had his niche.
2: Right. So whenever I was disappointed in his, I clicked on Mark Cushman, the writer, and he has 867 writing credits on IMDb. I love that. And uh, the trivia on his page says he may be the most produced screenwriter of all time. Good for him. I
1: love that so much. He's just grinding. He's got porn screenplays in his brain and he just got to get them
2: out. I'm not even going to read the titles of some of these wow. because they are rough. That, I I mean it, we might w- it might be go bad for us. I mean
1: if you say some of those certain sequences into the internet then
2: <laughs> right, I might summon something like Beetlejuice I, yeah, s-
0: set off some <laughs> some protocol. Like uh, Return to the Living Dead or whatever, and said the crazy words, and then military nukes it.
2: What surprised me most, though, looking at the IMDb, is that there are three user reviews on Madam's Family, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like really like long, well thought out reviews, which is great because I don't have to watch the movie. I, I guarantee you, all, those three are
1: written by men who were young boys uh, at the exact time that the Adams Family TV show came out. Oh, so likely, yes. I'm one hundred percent positive that all three of those are some boomer aged uh gentlemen. For
2: sure. Or they are now. Yeah, right. Wait, well, yeah. So uh, have a proclivity yeah, for being a generation. hourglass spooky ladies. Yes. And uh and thing is, is thingy, which is a female hand, more akin to lady fingers, which I I don't know what that is. Is that from Adam's family? I don't know. Oh, is that was that was that Thing's girlfriend? Maybe. I don't know, but yeah, star
0: of Glove Magazine. You guys did discuss (laughs) hand gender an awful lot. (laughs) I was like, I don't know. (laughs) I guess guess you're both, or whatever you want. Did you ever find out what hand sex is? Is it the? Well,
2: (laughs) it's funny, Dave. Google it. Here's the thing: we we recorded a segment. No, we recorded a
1: segment. It it was it was about 25 (laughs) minutes long, and for some reason, whenever we went to publish it, it would just disappear. So I am I (laughs) imagine like a
2: puff of smoke. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, yet again, an internet protocol uh, took hold. Right. And would
2: not let us post it. So write your senator, write your congressman. Free speech is being infringed. So the only thing I'll say more about Madam's family is that the the plot is the family's facing hardship, so they turn their house into a whorehouse. That's pretty much, you know, that writes itself, doesn't it? And uh, Tuesday is not their daughter. It's their niece, which is still pretty problematic, but less so than it being their daughter. Niece? Niece? I'm saying by their standards, less so.
1: If you're going to make, if you're going to make a relationship change, can it not be fucking cousin Tuesday from the
0: European Adamses or some bullshit? Some distant something a little more distant.
2: Yeah, they didn't have the forethought to know that it was all. It's all stepsisters now. No blood relation. That's the thing that that's the bugaboo. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so and with the person who wrote this review says, fortunately, there are no versions of Grandmama or Pugsley. So, <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Oh, boy.
1: That silence was real, Reed. I was trying for jokes, and I, I just couldn't.
2: Yeah, no, it's nothing. It, the mental picture. I sincerely hope, and I usually just say this, that you've cut half of what I've said.
1: <laughs> we'll see how it goes down.
2: <laughs> just, I mean, normally I just say it as a bit. This time I'm like, I, you just shouldn't say those things, and maybe I would just cut them naturally. That's true, but you can make them, you know, more palatable. Anyway, speaking of disturbing things, did you want to announce what we're looking for? We've, I, we noticed recently that October is just chock full of Sundays. We do release on Sundays, um, and are this year.
1: Okay, we were robbed of a Halloween last year, but this year. October 2021, there are five Sundays in which we could release episodes, and it is the spooky season, so it will be a Spooktober uh, Nerdaplexy special, and we'll get to that right after this. Welcome back. Much like Tuesday, Adams, we did leave you with a little tease there before the break, and we will get to that, Uh, but before we do, we've got a little bit more mini episode business to get to and so you'll find out what movie is up next and what our October project spook I don't know we didn't come up with a name yet so join us on that journey uh, but we do have some listener mail to get to on this one Dave what we got
0: yeah so I'm I put out a tweet seeing if anybody wanted to ask us anything specifically hoping for a low ball I got a fast pitch and here it comes From uh, Princess Belenna, I really love when the guys do who's your villain and who's your hero. Is there someone unusual that you or the other fellows would say is the big bad of the comics world that would be surprising to us listeners? This is a great question. I put a lot of thought into my villain. I did not get a good hero that's overarching in comic world. So if you want to start with hero, you can go ahead.
2: I only got a villain. I only had a villain, too. Okay, Uh, well, villains it is. My hero is Kickstarter because that's probably the best way for indie comic creators have a voice and create their comics with, you know, whenever they don't have the funds necessary to do so. Yeah, I dig it. That's a really good.
0: That's a really good hero. And she only did ask. That was off the cuff because I only prepared for a villain. She only did ask for the big bad, so I didn't prepare a hero either. Um, My my villain uh, for the overarching most of the comic world is capitalism. It turns out that big business is almost always the bad guy in every single comic series that I enjoy anyway. So capitalism is the big bad overarching for me in the comic book universe. And you're saying in comic
1: universes, the best villain is
0: capitalism itself? Yes. In fiction. In fiction. I'm specifically saying in fiction, in their universe, capitalism is what causes all of their problems. Uh-huh. So it it's the device in fiction that is the best. Okay, all right, I see that. It's what shoots us Lex Luthor, it's what shoots us Osborne's problems. Batman, it shoots us <laughs> Batman who causes more problems than he fixes. No. <laughs> but uh That actually tracks for you too because
1: you do you do play a lot of dystopian video games. Yeah. So like that's Yes.
0: That's, that's all tracking. For I that. do. Uh, so in the fictional comic universe, capitalism is the overarching big bad as far as I'm concerned. That said, uh, you can go to nerdoplexy.com and donate if you'd like. And you could maybe pick a movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we're the little guys, so it's fine. Just like I said, for those indie young upstarts, I like Kickstarter. I also like Anchor that allows people like us to talk about nerdy stuff. And you, fine listener. It is the best way to do a podcast on the internet. That's another ten cents for us. Anchor, that's twice in one. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't say that, like PBS is a capitalist organization, and they take money from their listeners and you and watchers, right?
1: True. Oh shoot, I don't give. I'm gonna skate. I'm fine with it as long as I am in the plus category. All right. So
2: I didn't prepare a hero, but is there a hero of the comic world? Be funny if you were like
0: Swamp Thing and
2: then moved on. (laughs) Overworking hero, Swamp Thing. <laughs> Can't always see him, but he's always there.
0: <laughs> Anytime you only see one set of footprints in a comic book, it's because Swamp Thing is carrying
1: you. I would say my hero is the my hero is anti-heroism. Ooh, it does make it a lot more interesting. Small doses, small doses, though. It only works. See, that's problem that happened in the 90s, though. The second half of the 90s, they decided that all the heroes were heroes. Mm. <laughs> and then the, then you got to bring it back around, which is, you know, kind of what Dark Avengers is all about. Kind of making fun of that whole concept a little bit, I think, which is interesting because I believe Dark Avengers are headed for disney plus get at me i'm predicting it right now 727 Ooh. 21 i've just caught up on a lot of marvel media no spoilies but i think the dark avengers are coming to your screens uh it's not yeah, too big of a that's, spoiler. Uh, i mean it's gotta be the case what's her name the hand is in it uh, you know but anyhow that you mean lady fingers <laughs> lady fingers yes lady fingers she's in that one uh the V herself but okay so dave his villain is capitalism in fiction and i'm I don't know, I'm gonna kind of say I think my villain is capitalism in general. So, what my I think the villain is the comics world is weekly releases mm. and the economics behind weekly releases. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but for the most part, the big comic companies, the the most important audience to them are their weekly readers and their weekly subscriber who go to their LGS and their comic shop am by issues. And normally those folks, they're not just buying one flash a week. They're buying the flash or buying this one. They're buying these three Marvels. They're buying these two indies. So the way they're marketing and the way they focus test is to these weekly subscribers who are uh, the majority of probably I don't know the exact numbers, but I'm probably going to say it's probably like an eighty, eighty percent is White men between 18 and 35, or probably 18 to 40 at this point. So, that demographic is a loud proponent of uh, the fandom. And a lot of times they get catered to. So, storylines will come out, and then certain arcs and things that what ones will get new releases or get relaunches or get to keep going are the ones that sell best weekly. But the d- different demographics buy comics different ways. And mostly, like women and people of color will buy trades as opposed to a lot of white guys buy uh, the weeklies. So it's kind of skews things and biases things. And I think a lot of interesting storylines where the super fans, uh, you know, topics that the super fans don't like don't always get their due because they're only tracking these weekly numbers. and that's kind of all they are focused testing too, because they think, if they can't satisfy this user base, and if they lose this user base, their whole economy is going to dry up. I don't think that's the case, uh, but uh, that is my villain of the comics universe. It's kind of meta. Otherwise, I would say the best villain in any comic universe is Magneto. Come at me.
0: You're not wrong.
2: Okay, interesting. You would say that your best villain, and arguably, I think Magneto is an antihero. But anyway, you would say capitalism, Dave, in the, in the fiction... And Reed, you think that these the demographics and those with the purchasing power that are spoiling what's being released. And I would say that I'm the villain because I don't buy comics at all. <laughs> 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 not entirely true. Not entirely true. If I see if I see uh, a little upstart on a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo and they're re- releasing one comic or something and it seems interesting to me and I like the art and whatnot, I'll, I'll pitch a few bucks to get the PDF or something. But more often than not, I'm just getting my comics from the library. Pretty much you can get the trades as soon as they're released from the library. And a lot of ones like back issue stuff are on digital already. So I would say that my hero could also could be potentially the library. Who has all of these things? And uh, but but I'm the villain because I'm not willing to buck up and put money towards any of the any comics, let alone the ones that are underrepresented. I don't, you know, I, it's just not in my budget.
1: <laughs> I mean, hey, you're, you're telling no lies, brother. I don't. Um, I I only I, I buy b- fancy editions of some of my favorite stuff, but for the most part, these days, right?
2: Yeah, if if it's like an art piece or something like. Something I could justify putting on the shelf because I've historically never read a comic a second time. I'm a lover of comics, but I very rarely will I pick up, and it's anything. Very mm-hmm. rarely do I watch, or do I, will I read a book a second time. Very rarely will I dedicate the same amount of time to something I've already dedicated that time to before. I'm just like not a not a replayer. Yeah these these days I'm I'm with you. I
1: normally don't. The only time I really go back is when I'm revisiting
2: to show someone for the first time then i justify that by saying i'm not really watching the thing i'm watching the person watch the thing or watching the person or you know watching the person read the thing or yeah i i do get satisfaction out of turning some someone onto something that that i like and making them like it
1: (laughs) (laughs) and you're giving me the business
2: about coercing (laughs) not coerce them I get some satisfaction whenever I suggest something to someone. I don't force okay. them to do anything. Okay. When I okay. suggest what? someone watches something, and they say, "Hey, I checked out that thing you you're told me phrasing. about." I'll, right. We'll
1: play it back. We'll play that little snippet okay. back. But I think you did say that kind of you were tricking them. If we're not I tricking hold them. Someone down, but make them watch a movie
2: <laughs> that I like. I like to see the fear in their eyes and the enjoyment too of the thing that I'm making them watch. You do you have rivals. a lot of
1: clockwork, clockwork orange
2: memorabilia that is starting to make a lot more sense now. <laughs> Oddly. Speaking of Clockwork Orange, I did just watch uh, the new Space Jam with my kids, and the Clockwork Orange folks are in the crowd. So in, weird! In the bat during the basketball game.
0: And so is Pennywise like, like, the clown.
2: They want what? well they they'd said we want to do Ready Player One. Everything Warner Brothers is going in this movie, and we don't care how odd and truly problematic it is. Like the Clockwork Orange guys. I- I've heard about the
0: serververse. An algae rhythm. I don't want to dig too deep into this movie because Blank Check just did a whole friggin' 90 minutes right. of it. Oh, yeah, we, but, all, um, we
2: they did it. My brother, my brother, and me have a whole Space Jam episode. They got Space Jam is in their bones.
0: I'm going to go so. hot take on this one and say
2: it wasn't terrible. My kids loved it, and that's all I was looking for. I thought it was maybe one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and I am a lover of all things. <laughs> I hated it, but my kids loved it, and that's what I was looking for. I, it makes my kids it happy. happy. It was like and maybe the worst written, worst acted Thing. and it's it's like like i said it's like they saw ready player one and they were like we're just gonna do that and because well i did hear an argument i did hear an argument that they don't even go to space and it's called space jam but it cyberspace right nobody says it but i think that's the i that's, think that's yeah, the, that's the, the cyberspace but yeah okay it was gonna
0: just be called because i heard a couple times yeah, it's not even about space well, it's about cyberspace kids love it and it wasn't meant for us it was meant for kids I do wish
1: that we could have gotten an expansion of this of the jam verse, as it were, because there are a, there were a couple of planned movies that didn't quite make the mm-hmm. cut, such as Skate Jam. Oh, with Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. Yeah.
0: That would have been so awesome. How do you? I mean, I guess you could uh, beat race jam with Jeff Gordon. Race jam. That would have been less Jeff awesome.
2: Gordon sounds sounds very <laughs> like it could have been problematic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, well it is NASCAR, so you know. Do you get the Quad City DJs to make a race jam song? <laughs> because uh, you I could cut this. that and clip it to the end for your. I was giving. To I, was, I gave
1: you. I gave you a pretty good laugh. Yeah, because uh, Quad City DJs is fun to say, but I. Who, what is. are they? What are they?
2: They do the Space Jam song. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, well that's a bop. That I heard that that song wasn't even in there. Uh, I don't remember. I was just. I was just really
0: wondering, you know, why it existed. Again, kids love it. It's the same same argument that I would have for The Mask 2, Son of the Mask. <sighs> it was a trash <sighs> movie, but kids love it. It wasn't aimed at adults you, who care. Do they?
2: Yeah, I kids that watch Lucia it. Love enough, it. Enough enough showed kids it love I would it.
0: never show that to a kid. I would never subject. Hey, talk about movie, coercing world.
2: people into watching. Poor I wouldn't do it now, right. but when it came out,
0: kids loved it. You were a kid when it came out, Dave. Does that mean you like it? There's a whole documentary on this called Heckler. I recommend it. It's really good. What's the documentary? Heckler. Heckler.
1: Uh, Quad Cities is a region of cities in the United States uh, of Iowa and Illinois. Davenport, Betterfort, and Southern East Iowa, and Rock Island and Moline in Northwestern Illinois.
2: Jamie Kennedy was also in the newer Tremors movies, which are something. Jamie Kennedy, man, just got X'd or whatever. <laughs> he hexed himself. He hexed himself.
1: He hexed himself to heaven. Anyway,
2: the real villains in the comic universe were the friends we made along the way. I exactly. <laughs> Thank you
1: very much, Princess Belina, for the great question. Goodness, that got that got us to tw- like twenty minutes of content. Thank you very much. But five after <laughs> edit. Well, it's <laughs> called a, a conservative three and a half. <laughs> That's
2: what I tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you you can cut that Sam. <laughs> no, if you did it would be nothing there.
1: You yeah, there's no there's nothing left. There's barely room for a scissor All right guys, you've been patient and you waited through that thank you Princess Blina uh, but now here we are is our big announcement this October is it's going to be the spookiest October that ever what was. We at Nerdoplexy will be devoting all 5 weeks to 5 different movies. So, each week we'll have a different movie culminating in our review of Halloween kills on Halloween. To really get your day started off right, says so 5 movies, no mini episodes, uh 5 full reviews and we're going to let you know what movies we will be watching now. We all did a, cho- a choice and this year's uh, Spooktember theme, Spooktober theme, t- Shocktober. <laughs> okay, so a little peek behind the uh, editorial curtain here. So we have been struggling with the name for what to call this particular event. My personal favorite was Spooky or Spooky. You know, then we could determine was the movie, you know, stupid or, or actually scary or a good movie or a bad movie. So we've been going back and forth with it. The theme, what is it going to be? Because uh, I, I d- sp- spooky or spoopy is is dead in the water. I've been trying to make that work since 2012.
0: That's, yeah, spoopy <laughs> per urban dictionary people said that was 2012. <laughs> was that a real thing? Yeah, we looked it up today. Yeah, <laughs> you guys have been plotting on me. Yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> I've been talking I just about say this. I looked it up today. I don't know. If yeah. Sam, been plotting I, on <laughs> me.
2: <laughs> spooky or spooky. was my pitch, but I guess, see, oh, I think that the theme is just, we're all, we're three picking horror movies that we like. I don't think necessarily that they're, that they're panned or anything. Well, mine was. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we will determine after we watch them, whether they are spooky
1: or, uh, spoopy or like, you know, the normies like this, uh, what do we say? Spooky or kooky? I don't know. Do you guys have a better title than spooky or spoopy? (sighs) After all this
2: time and derision? true. True, it, it was on me to come up with something better, and I didn't, but that's not, that's not because there isn't anything better. It's just: cause, I'm
1: sure there is. Get at us on Twitter, and if you can best spooky or spoop, Spoopy spooky or spooky, then we'll change the name, damn it. Scary you had, you've movie: You've had
2: months or otherwise incorrectly maligned scary movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: we, had, we had a while.:
2: <laughs> And then I need you to, to beep this. Okay, so for the parody porner, it'll be a <laughs> Just, just a, just, just a little beep in there would be, would work yeah, wonders. You
1: can find out. You can find out what Sam said by joining us <laughs>
0: as a subscriber. I'm just gonna tweet Octoberfest on Sunday. No, I gotta beep that
2: out. <laughs> it's gonna be beeped. I specifically asked for it. You can do all asterisks and then fest. Yeah, but that's it. <laughs> and then we're all gonna go to Chipotle for guac. Fest.
1: Now, I can't say that because that'll give that'll give away the
2: well, I well, guess, October no, already gives it away, doesn't He's it? You've got to edit out, they're d- gonna know what it is. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm gonna leave in Guac, I'm gonna take out Tober. <laughs> uh, in fairness, I didn't tell you where to put the beep, but I assumed you, I assumed you knew where. <laughs> <Beeper Fest. laughs> all right, <laughs> all right.
1: <laughs> okay, so here it is. We're go- we're gonna announce our movies in no particular order, other than alphabetical. Halloween Kills on Halloween. All right, Dave, you go first. Tell us tell us what your pick for Spooktober or spooky or spoopy or whatever the heck catching on. He said it. He said it is the gate referenced on this very podcast.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love this movie. It scared me nearly to death as a kid. Uh, I love it. So I can't I can't wait to watch it again and uh, take some some detailed notes. I don't know if I've seen it, but again, I always think a clean take on these movies is probably better. But
2: for my movie, I picked In the Mouth of Madness from 1994, little Sam Neill, Mm. John Carpenter flick. Love that guy. Love that combo. Cosmic, a lot of cosmic horror and insanity and stuff. So, you know, set your dials. I saw that movie one time uh, late night on Cinemax. I I think it was on
1: a like a Cinemax free weekend. I snuck down into my family's basement to watch that movie because it was a scary movie. And I had seen Jurassic Park and I had Sam Neill. So I wanted to I wanted to watch it. I did not make it all the way through. Got too scared. Had to had to run upstairs, go back to bed. Um, So I'm excited. I'm excited. That was the only watch I've ever seen of that. So I'm I'm excited to get back into it. Uh, But for my movie. Um, I will be uh, picking
2: actually a movie I watched on demand. You guys remember that? You guys remember on demand? On demand. (laughs) I remember the dating on demand. Those were always fun videos to watch.
1: Oh yes, yes, yes. That's that's the that's the OG on demand stuff where there was not the first like streaming content. They didn't know what to do or what to put on it, so it was just dating, like people's dating. Videos. They just bought up whatever. I swear if we talked about this. No, not on here. No. Talked we about it probably in my life. I, would say, I never it, heard it. of this. So they, it was they were just trying to fill any content ever. So what they did, they realized they had licensing for um dating videos. Now this is I swear to god we talked about this. This is uh on this is pre Tinder, this is pre-dating everything. Um in the 80s, what they would do is you would go to a fucking place and you would record a confessional and you would say, my name is Dana. I like long walks on the beach, um, lobster and going to amusement parks. And so then you would then after recording your vid, you could watch vids. OK. Hey, everybody, NerdBot here. At this point of the record, Dave had to leave, so the boys decided to have a little fun. We, you could uh, watch other people's vids, and then you would pick and be like, hey, give my number to fucking Dale, because he also likes long walks on the beach and surfing turf, so we can make that fucking
2: work. <laughs>
0: right. um,
2: the interesting thing to me about the uh, the Comcast or whatever on demand uh, is that it was? It didn't seem like these people went to studios. It seems like it seemed like the studios or the people doing the content came to them, like at a bar or at like a spring break. <laughs> yeah, and they're like they're like just sitting at like a table and they're like they probably said we'll give you a hundred bucks if you let us film five minutes of you tell me what you like and they were probably like yeah sure cool or like two drink vouchers at the bar or something.
1: Oh, I think drink vouchers might be right where you're at. Um, Okay, anyhow. so Sorry, that was
2: a long divergence about nothing at all. Or it wasn't, depending on when you hear it, how you hear it.
1: Depending (laughs) on how that shit is cut, baby. But, okay, so my movie is Night of the Creeps. It is a B movie that you may have heard about, you may have not. I think it's got some 80s stars in there. So those are the first three, and they're going to be jimble jambled up. But, If you
2: have a suggestion, we've got an open slot, and we know what kind of what movies we're doing, kind of. But we can even say currently, the what we have in that fourth slot is Mm -hmm. Candyman's coming out this summer. Mm -hmm. So August, yeah, it's going to be released in August. So we'll we'll probably have that be one because we are big fans of the original Candyman and the very many bees that came out of Tony Todd's mouth. We like yeah. That. So it'll
1: be it'll probably be like a two parter. It'll be like a was just an opportunity for us to talk about Tony Todd and also the new one, which I did see. Uh, I just saw um, the trailer for for the first time. Uh, I went to see uh, M Night Shyamalan's
2: old. Oh yeah, that uh, looks weird. Theaters.
1: and and that was the good. Th- that was the one of the trailers. So I I am excited for that. So but yeah. So that's that's what we have planned. Um, but if you have a better idea. Let us know at Pod on Twitter. And, uh, you know, if we like your suggestion better, maybe we'll do that one instead. Right, Dave? I'm going to make you do a couple of these, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> It's your homework, your punishment, your penalty. And let us know what you think and if we should do a different movie. Currently, we are going to do Candyman, the re- the fucking return or whatever it is. Because it does look good. It looks
2: good. Oh, yeah. It looks crazy. Produced by Jordan Peele. So, I mean, like. But we'll more than happily swap that one out. The one we're not going to swap out, it falls on Halloween. And the new Halloween yeah, movie, to. Halloween Kills, comes out on the 15th of October. And that's just, it's too topical not to do We'll probably be one of many other podcasts doing it at that time. But, hey, search engine optimization. Yeah, yeah. So if you can make that work
1: for us in the dynamic of the Internet, then we will do that movie instead. All right. Uh, Okay, so. Ah, uh, one last thing, and then before we wrap up, is we got to talk about the movie that we'll be watching for next time, and that movie is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze. Secret of the Ooze. Yeah, and this is um, our first sequel on the pod, so uh, our first sequel uh, does call for um, our very first special guest on a main episode. And we're going to have Dave on that one. How's that sound to you, Dave? (laughs) All right, so get ready for that. Dave is on this one, so be sure to check that out and watch beforehand if that's your vibe. (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> very special thank you for listening thanks for thanks for tuning into this kooky little program we call the Nerdoplexy comic movie review show uh we really appreciate guys out there i was kind of looking through the follows on twitter today saw some KeySport folks out there big ups to all you guys out there hometown heroes Hell yeah! Thank you guys for listening, and yeah, reach out to us on Twitter. If you talk to us a couple of times, we'll, you know we, we're bound to put you on the air or something. Yeah, so. I mean
2: we're we're <laughs> we're really grasping at straws early on in this run. We'd we'll love to have you for for five dollars a month. I will stop doing any parody porner.
1: <laughs> no, for ten dollars a month, I'll bring it back.
2: <laughs> These are the stakes, guys. But seriously,
1: get at us. We would love to hear from you. If Twitter's not your thing, then hit us up at nerdoplexy at gmail.com. And you can um, literally send me an email and, you know, barring edits and things. We'll read that thing on the air. So if you've got some thoughts, let us be your vehicle to get them out into the world. You can reach our social media manager,
2: Dave. Where can they reach you, Dave?
1: yeah we can they hit you up?
2: <laughs> no you can get yourself a clean take if you don't want to really bother' him.
1: <laughs> we'll see We'll see how I feel in the day
2: great that's a that's a that was that's really funny day. Thank you <laughs> great joke a little off color great. I don't normally go out for those <laughs> but we don't normally
1: know. get that blue on the on the mini episodes, but hey, I mean that is how you feel. <laughs> all right you can uh hit me up follow me at uh at pgh underscore read i've recently taken to releasing my songs onto the internet i'm doing i'm doing a new series of of music that i'm releasing and i've got a bunch of videos that are recorded in uh, cool nature spaces over the course of the summer so i'll be releasing those on my twitter
2: so feel free to check those out that's pgh at underscore read and I checked out a couple of those. The two that are out so far, very good, very enjoyable. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Uh, where can they uh, hit you up at? Uh, maybe we'll get some crossover on posting some uh, some concert picks uh, <laughs> that we're both at.
2: Yeah, true. Let me just let me just see how many followers I have right now on Twitter. Uh, it's going to be eye opening. Let's see. I just followed a bunch of people. I don't know if that's bad etiquette. If you guys are out there in the Twitter land, and if if I th-
1: if I like followed you, and that's I'm not supposed to do that. Sorry. Normally I I run these things by the social media manager, but um, I I was off the chain and I'm trying to I'm
2: trying to reach out and and interact with some dirty nerdies on the web. Let's see. I have five followers now on my personal and in fairness, I did create that one just for just for the for the pod because I thought, you know. It's be separation. I understand. I, I created a whole new persona. <laughs> I'm gonna be so damn popular on here. It's really gonna eat into all of the times that I post. Uh, that I click the link for uh, for a sweepstake. <laughs> that, <laughs> that fire I'm normally posting on Twitter. <laughs> you, you want a clean space
1: for you, know, you know, thoughts and keep yeah. keep things. So, but you know, yeah. I know you need
2: Candy Crush Lives. So you got to do what you got to. I'm, I'm pretty well ratioed though, because I have I'm following ten people on this, and I have five followers. So all right.
1: You know, also if you're out there, hit me up. Um, I'm at Simmington Reed uh, on Instagram. I've got I've got a decent amount of content on there. I've got a pretty good ratio there. I, I've been told, um, and I don't often uh, post. I've heard it's a nice size.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it's decent. It's fine. It's good. Uh, but there's some videos and some pics uh, on there. If you want to check that out, you know, reach out. Say hey. Uh, all right. Well, thank you very much for listening again, Dave. Any final thoughts? Insightful. Oh my goodness! They're, yeah, wow. very wise. I can't believe you reloaded that. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a great thing! <laughs> well, check out Nin- *Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to *Secret of the Youth. You can get some more of that kind of great content from our social media manager, Dave. Uh, But until next time, I'd like to leave you with this thought to ponder. Dave, I know you had something ready to go, so why don't you (laughs) let loose loose on our followers with that. (laughs) Dave. Thought to ponder. Oh, Dave. (laughs) What a cad you are. I didn't think you'd take it that far, but I'm glad
2: you did. And again, I mean... Probably very many uh, underserved groups of people
0: would find that pretty offensive. But, you know, it works when you say it. That sounds good to me, guys. You can use that one again for the next question you asked me. I got a good joke for you. My least favorite color is purple. It's worse than red and blue combined. You can hit me up on the face of Dave on Twitter.